Yo, what's good? Welcome back to another episode of the Henny Nights Podcast. I'm your host, your brother, Jay White. And it's good to be fucking back because this shit should have been out hellas ago. (laughs) (laughs) But my man's that's on the podcast with me for this episode, life be life like a motherfucker. So I got the homie CT back with me. Friend of the podcast, been yes, on sir. a couple, been a couple on a couple of these joints. You know what I'm saying? So, um, it had I had one of them little flashback archive memories that like a year ago during the Drake, the Drake and uh Pusha T beef, you was on this motherfucker. So it's been like a, almost a year since you've been jumping on. So man, I appreciate that shit. <laughs> God damn, I ain't think it been that long though. Yeah, yeah, bro. Like time flying, man. Like that shit, that whole beef was literally a year ago, and like the motherfucking world just kept on spinning after this shit. <laughs> it's wild, but like a lot of shit been happening. A lot of shit been happening. Uh, I got an announcement first and foremost. Uh, July six, Bar Louis in the Central West End for all my St. Louis people. We are. I'm collaborating with other local podcasts here in the city. And we're doing an STL podcast meetup. So if you listen to the Bad Chick Misfits podcast, um, Fly Perspective, Oversaturated podcast, um, him and her, uh, him and hers, uh, the S Dot Experience. It's a lot of podcasts in St. Louis. And uh, I appreciate y'all for, you know, jumping in on this and collaborating uh, with me and the Misfits on this. But come out, man. It's free. You ain't got to buy no tickets. All you got to do is RSVP. Um, we actually ex- are exceeding the amount of RSVPs we thought we were going to get. So that's love. So I appreciate y'all for, you know, going to do that. And we'll also be doing giveaways as well. So I'm going to try and get some new hoodies here in time because fucking Teespring had a fucking backlog. And it took like a month and a half to get my up, my own shit, which that's is crazy. Popping, bro. Right, it took a month and a half for me to get my own shit that I was selling. So, like, but yeah, I'll give away some hoodies. I'm gonna try to get some new merch for y'all. But yeah, come out, man. It's gonna be dope. It's from uh two to six p.m. I believe at the at the Bar Louis, uh, in the Central West End. And also, it's it's open to everybody. You don't have to even have a podcast. Like, if you got a homie that has a podcast and you just want to get out, come kick it with people that you listen to and support, man. It's all love. We we accepted everybody. So come through that. So with that church announcement out the way. So this shit should have been out last week. Like mm-hmm. we've been <laughs> we've been trying to get on here to record for Hellas, but my man's is in the middle of finalizing everything with his wedding. Um, yep. he got he you got flown out for work. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh when your girl wants your time, bruh, she shut all everything else down. And nigga, you gotta spend that quality time with her. So Man. And, and you know what's crazy about it is it's like my life, it just continued to go, bro. Right. And and, and like you said, life be life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it ain't it ain't too much you can do about it except try to make everything work. Uh, in the 24 hours of the day we got, man. Exactly, exactly. Got to make that shit 
work, got to fit whatever you can in that. But like mm-hmm. now you in the space where you got a whole family. So like you got to got to shut shit down and, and make sure Man. that's in order. <laughs> Man, you know, and you know, it's funny because their fathers, they just passed and all that. And like, I was like, damn, like this shit, this shit real. <laughs> you know? Right. <laughs> you know, I'm waking up to gifts and shit. I'm like, oh, it, it, it's Father's Day. You know, and uh, even though my situation is a little different, you yeah. know, it's all the same. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't change for the world. I can definitely say I wasn't ready when, right. I, when I first hopped in. But, you know, it ain't it ain't too bad, man. Kind of rewarding. I'm not I'm not there yet, bro. Like the last two serious relationships I had, like uh the one I'm currently in and then my previous one, they they have kids or whatever. So like mm-hmm. I can I haven't hit that I haven't hit that plateau yet of like getting gifts, but I have been like wished a happy Father's Day. And it was kind of mm-hmm. weird, like because you know, in my current my current relationship or whatever, like I'm very much you know building a relationship with my girl's daughter or whatever like that. But mm-hmm. I don't know, like, oh, okay, are we at? Because we've been together seven months, so like, I'm like, okay, so like, are me? Are we there? Where like, yeah, it's Happy Father's Day, or just, I just got to kind of like play my role until you know maybe we get like two or three years vested or whatever. So I was kind of right. like trying to like process how I felt, you know, I felt about that. Like, okay, because mm-hmm. somebody like my homegirl, uh, my best friend actually, Jaleesa, wished me Happy Father's Day. And I was kind of like, uh, I appreciate it, but I don't know. It's like we there yet? Because it's not, it's not like for me to determine. Like, I can only like step up and do what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. continue to be so uh, a positive male outlook this shit took a whole left (laughs) i ain't even had had this shit planned but uh i can only be you know a a positive male influence and role model for her you know so i can't dictate like oh i'm your stepdad type shit you know like you Mm -hmm. need to appreciate appreciate me as such like i I do want respect and like Mm -hmm. you can get respect from a child you know it's not something you have to force or whatever but i was kind of like damn like I'm not like that's for either you know your mama to say or like for you to come out and say like you know and she's five so it ain't really like she understand the nuance of it you know what I'm saying like you're like oh you're my dad you're my stepdad now or whatever so it's like I kind of was like in between a rock and a hard place like I don't know mm-hmm. what to really classify myself as so like I I tripped on it a little bit but I was like you know. That's not that's not something to trip off of. That's not something for me to dictate. So, mm-hmm. so I just gotta let that let that ride or whatever. But while you was gone, niggas is out here winning championships. Man, <laughs> so man, my we're old gonna start, I'm about to say we're gonna start with the the crib first. Mm-hmm. Bruh, since you are a former employee, mm-hmm. how that make you feel, bruh? Man, you know. Uh, before I before I worked there, uh, way back when, I ain't know shit about hockey, bro. Like right. uh, literally, uh, I just knew Cash used to fight, right? And uh, <laughs> and Cash get slammed into the into the glass, man. And, and it's legal, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, 
But uh, when I worked there for the two years, they gave me season tickets. Mm-hmm. So for me, I was like, all right, well, whatever. Let's see, let's see what it's hitting for. Right. And like when I tell you, I probably went to half of them games. Like the first year, I had the tickets. I went to maybe two or three, two or three games. Mm-hmm. But they was lit, and they was all playoff games. And I think the first game I went to, it was like uh, it was a triple overtime game, first game of the playoffs against the Blackhawks. So, you know, St. Louis don't like nobody, no teams from Chicago. Not so, at that all. Mug, so that mug was like on site. Like mm-hmm. as soon as they got on the ice, we're on site. And and the crazy part about that game, I didn't know what was going on. I was sitting there with my homegirl, and I was like, man, this shit kind of lit. I'm kind of mad. You know that you've been missing out. <laughs> yeah, bro. I'm like, I'm I'm 23, 24, and and I ain't never watched a lick of hockey. And it's probably the most lit sport to not only watch in person, mm-hmm. but even even on on TV. Right. Uh, but uh, you know, and, and them the years we were supposed to be good, good. Right. Them the years we were winning <laughs> 50 plus games and getting yeah. bounced. First, second round, you know. Yeah, so. I think that first series that I watched, man, we was up two zero, and uh, Chicago gentlemen swept us, bro. Like got us out of here in five games, mm-hmm. uh, and just just rolled them off. <laughs> right, like rolled them off and got us up out of there. And I was like, damn. Now I got to wait the next season. But I mean, it's it's good to see, man, and it's it's good to see uh, some of them guys who 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 uh who was on the team when I was there, still there. Right. And uh, it wasn't just like a whole new team. Yeah, it was Petrangelo and Tarasenko. Yeah, man. Yeah. And when I was there, Tarasenko had just started to get like right, like notoriety mm-hmm. from, the, uh, from the Olympics and whatnot. Yeah, because yeah, it was all about Oshi. Yeah, we get yeah. talking hockey on y'all niggas. Yeah, <laughs> So, like, it was like, cra- it's crazy to see he's still there. And then I was watching the uh, the Penguins game, and I was like, "Damn, David Backus, was he on the Penguins? Not the Penguins, not the Penguins." But uh, I was watching the series before that, and I think Backus was on their team. And Backus used to be the team captain for the Blues. Yeah. When I was there, so I was like, "Oh shit, he like out for blood." Right, right, <laughs> right, right. He was like racking cats, but we got him up out of here. I was just happy to see the city win for real, man. And it was like a huge like fuck you to Stan Kroenke, basically. Yeah. Me, you know. Yeah. And uh and, and that's what I that's what I wanted to see for St. Louis, man. You know, just just to see them see the city win and get something positive. It's been all downhill since basically uh, Mike Brown's situation, you know. Yeah. And, and, and everything after that has just been terrible. So yeah. I'm happy to see the city actually win. I'm happy to see that nobody did no crazy shit while they was out there celebrating. It right. seemed like it was pretty peaceful. Compared, oh, yeah. <laughs> compared to what we saw with the Raptors. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The motherfuckers, the pol- most polite people in the world was out there wilding, which is like mm-hmm. a complete oxymoron. But like... Yeah, man, it was dope to see, like, and it's crazy because with my my dad's side of the family, like, mm-hmm. they are the people that are into, like, the non-traditional sports. So, like, baseball right. and hockey and shit. Because my mm-hmm. pops 
my pops used to play baseball and you know mm-hmm. had he not had you know my sisters at a young age you know he was going to take it seriously or actually become a a, a PE instructor or whatever cuz he's mm-hmm. really big into to fitness or whatever so baseball was the guys and on my dad's side of the family shit but hockey mm-hmm. was the shit that the women on my dad's side was into and they were actually playing in the street so like the women was out here getting it in, you know, rolling around in the street, bumping people in the in the cars and boards and shit like that, getting it in. So they they introduced like the hockey aspect to my family, and then that's how my dad's side of the family became blues fans and whatnot. So mm-hmm. my aunt, you know, works for one of the, a big company here in St. Louis and got season tickets every year. So mm-hmm. like you know, as we going on this run, she getting lit, lit, and molded. So I can, I haven't talked to her yet, but like I can only imagine, like, you know, that Wednesday, that Wednesday night, you know, she blew off the roof, the blew the roof off of her crib. But mm-hmm. yeah, but for one, it was satisfying because we beat Boston, right? Bro, so, finally, like, right? <laughs> finally, 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 bro. So it's satisfying because we beat Boston. If you know, you know. Like we lost to the Patriots. You know, because niggas had our plays. We didn't lost to the Red Sox twice. Like, man, we let them break site. a hundred year drought on us. On us, right? It's on site. They had their own magical run when they broke the drought. So, mm-hmm. like you said with Chicago, it's like shit. Anything Boston, nigga, it's on site. So mm-hmm. it was nice to see St. Louis come up on Boston, reversing that shit for the one time, but. Like I said, we were supposed to record this shit last week, and we had a conversation, and I, I told you, like, hey, bro, I'm going to the parade Saturday. So, like, mm-hmm. that was, like, the one day we could have actually did. I'm like, hey, I'm letting you know, bro, I'm going to be lit as fuck. So, like, I'm going down the parade, and you was like, I understand, bro, because, like, that's a it's a, a big deal, man. So, bro, once in a lifetime. Once in a lifetime. Once in a lifetime. And I remember what it was like when the Cardinals won in, in 2011. Mm-hmm. Like, the night we clinched down, and they were home. So, if the Blues were home, and if they would have clinched that game six, bruh, at the crib, man, it would have been probably crazy, ten times crazier than when, when we won in 2011 with the Cardinals. But, oh, yeah. But um, I went I went downtown when we clinched game seven in 2011 on Washington Avenue. And like mm-hmm. it was bar stools in the street, niggas was cheering, yelping, openly drunk, running up and down Washington Ave. And like, if it, if you know anything about a, a sports city, you know the one thing that will galvanize and bring everybody together is winning a championship. So mm-hmm. everybody, what was going on in 2011? They, you know, they came together, was celebrating. It was huge. I didn't go to the parade, so like, this was major to me. So, mm-hmm. went down to the parade, and, like, I have never in my fucking life seen as many people as <laughs> I have, I saw Saturday on Mar- just downtown, period, from mm-hmm. Market all the way down to the, to the Arch Grounds. Like, it was insane to the point where, like, people, and I, I got pictures of it, were climbing on the, the light poles and the, the fucking traffic lights and shit like that. Like, shit and people were hanging. see on uh, ESPN and shit. Exactly. People fucking in our 
in the the parking lots they have down there when you park for the games. Fucking sliding between like the cracks and hanging off the fucking legs of the parking lots. Like <laughs> it was the craziest shit I ever saw. But like that's how much the championship meant to the city because it kept escaping us. Mm-hmm. It kept escaping us. And that was like the that was like the last piece of the goddamn me affinity garland because we won championships and everything else. Every I mean, other sport, man. Every other sport. So that was the last piece before we fucking snapped, nigga. Like it was it was crazy to see and it was a it was a dope ass time, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like everybody was in a good mood and like the city been city has been hot lately. We got a lot of shit that's going on, but you can do both. You can address the bullshit that's going on in the city and also mm-hmm. celebrate, you know, winning a championship. You can do both at the same time. So yeah, man, it was dope. It was dope to see. It was dope to be in that moment and to, you know, soak it all in and everything like that. So yeah, man, you got to be able to, you know, live in the moment and really enjoy those type of things, man, because you never know. Like, you got to think, some of these teams, bro, like, we, we've we been in the league, what, 50-some-odd years right? Bro, and never won. Like, it's teams in basketball that ain't never sniffed <laughs> the championship, ain't never sniffed the, the finals. Right. Same thing for football, man. It's a lot of – and to be able to see – all three in your, mm-hmm. in, in your lifetime mm-hmm. you know, is, is, is nuts. Especially, right. Especially for like a small market like St. Louis, man. Mm-hmm. It's, diff- it's different from being in a Boston where, you know, they just went on crazy runs and they right. always had the Celtics, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, or even like sh- the Chicago, you know, you got to see Jordan win. Six right. Of them was, if you are age, you mm-hmm. know, and, uh, you got to see the Blackhawks win. You got to see the Cubs and the White Sox win. Right. right. But they still ain't seen them Bears win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not you since know. 85. Yeah. yeah. You know, unless you're a little bit older than us. And and, and really, I mean, yeah. you got to be at least 10 years older than us to even remember seeing that. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's tough, man. So, you got to enjoy those type of moments, man. Right. You got to, you got to, because it's a it's a a window into what the city could be. Like mm-hmm. everybody together, enjoying, getting lit, celebrating sports or whatever, man. So, like I said, it's it, you can do both, man. So it was dope to see. So Toronto, my nigga. Speaking of another first, man. <laughs> listen, I ain't got listen. I ain't never seen the stars align as perfect as those stars align for them. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and I mean, it's good to see because I know at least everybody our age, you know, can remember Vince Carter just mm-hmm. being in Toronto doing crazy shit. Right. And I mean, he was outside of like Iverson, bro. You know, he was probably one of the biggest cultural icons you know, during that time, right. I mean, obviously you got the the Shaqs, the Kobe's, blah blah blah. But but like I'm talking about like who was left on another level with just popularity mm-hmm. as far as like not just with basketball ability, but just doing insane shit. And I mean, it's been a long time coming for them. Yeah, yeah, straight <laughs> up. Know? 
it's been a long time coming. And I'm, I mean, I'm happy for them guys. Like I was, like I was from the six. Right, 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 right. So, in sports, my nigga, you know injuries could potentially happen. Mm-hmm. So, it was like a small section of fucking Twitter that was like, "Oh, this shit got an asterisk on it because you know KD was hurt." Which KD was hurt before the series started, but like mm-hmm. niggas. Niggas want to forget that. Oh, Thompson went down. Thompson went down in the last game. Okay. I ain't going to lie. I was sad to see him go down. (laughs) Yeah, it was fucked up because he went up for a a routine. Well, not routine for him, but he went up for a simple dunk. And, like, because he got grazed just a little bit, couldn't control himself. Like, that was fucked up. Mm -hmm. So, but regardless, if you want to keep it a buck, saying, like, Golden State lucky even went to six. Yeah, I mean, it took, it took some crazy plays to get it right. to go to six. They low-key lucky even went to six, bro, because they had to go on a historic, like, 20 to 22-point, 22-0 run mm-hmm. for them motherfuckers to beat Toronto in game two. So yep. had they not gone on that run, you would have had the good old gentleman sweep. Like, okay, Golden State got one. Yep. So that means it would have ended in game five with a healthy – well, I don't think like, – that's the game. Is that the game Thompson set out with the hammy or was it game – Yeah, nah, that, was, that was game uh, – that's the game they won. That was game uh, five. Okay. But Thompson okay. set out game four. Okay, uh, there you go. When yeah. they lost at the crib, yeah. Yeah, okay. So he would have set – what, set out one game potentially? Mm-hmm. Other than that – it was pretty. It was a a wrap. So oh, they, like like they, you said, the stars aligned perfectly for Toronto. Like Boardman gets paid. You got hey <laughs> hey man. Lowry that finally man, stepped oh. up and did a little something. So I, I don't like Kyle Lowry. <laughs> but you know, I, I give him his respect because he did come out and ball. Like it took my homies to really like break it down and be like, man, he came out and balled when he was asked to. Right, and, and I said, man, I said that's my thing. That's why that I'm like, I don't like, I don't dislike him because he he's sorry. Right. I dislike him because he can do that every night. Yeah, and he he just is <laughs> up and down with it. Like yeah. the best way I can describe it is like in this series, he did all the little the little shit mm-hmm. because like. He he dropped like at the most during the series. He dropped like what, maybe maybe twenty, but on average he was dropping like fifteen, sixteen, maybe maybe seventeen. So like mm-hmm. he's supposed to be he was an all star when DeRozan was there. Yep. So like and he's get getting paid like number one, number two option. So like the criticism of him is like, bro, you getting paid number one, number two option money. But, like, you really playing, like, the third wheel, bro. Like, mm-hmm. it was Kawhi, Siakam, Gasol, Ibaka, a combination of Van Bleet, a combination of them four, which, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a total team effort. So, it kind of, like, works out. And then it was Lowry, you know what I'm saying, where, you know, the the general fan or if you just look at it from a number standpoint, you would think the pecking order would be Leonard, Lowry, Siakam and then whoever else is a, a bonus, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. 
you know, when he when that little video he had with Kawhi talking about like, "What's up, Big Y?" Like I was like, "All right, bro. Like I I fuck with you." You know yeah. what I mean? Like that made me you fuck know, with him. Like, all like right, I was happy. I was happy he won at that moment. But like, yeah, man. I mean, I'm happy he won. He 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 deserved it. And uh, you know, <laughs> it. it it's bittersweet, I know, for him, too, because he wanted to win with his boy. Right. And, all his and, best friend, yeah. Yeah, but, like, you know, it, sometimes it ain't it ain't meant to be that way. Yeah. I mean, neither one of them had that really killer instinct to to take it to that point. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was times during this series, for one, for one, uh, everybody got to get that boy Van Bleak, you know. Drake's little brother. His, uh... <laughs> His flower. Somebody called that man Nav, and I ain't been able to not see it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, you know, I that dude is a is a savage, bro. Yeah. Like, like he was pulling up in Steph's face, uh, Clay face, whoever. Yeah, he and, didn't give a he didn't give a fuck. <laughs> no, not not once, bro. And uh, you know, it's you need people like that on your team, and right. and and for, and for him. To do that on that big stage and not be a, a, a number one, two, or three option is crazy. Yeah. You crazy. Know? Crazy. Super crazy. Like, just coming off, like, no no fear or whatever in that moment. Because before the conference finals, he was playing like trash. You know who he remind me of, bro? Who? J.J. Barea. Like, yeah, man. the year they won. Yeah, was just going insane, yeah. or like uh, even like Danny Green, bro. Like when he mm-hmm. played against the Heat, yeah. he was just nuts, bro. And yeah. everybody was like, "Man, what the fuck? Yeah, like why can't why can't Brian them beat these dudes? Yeah, and it's like, bro, <laughs> it, it was... ain't your year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just it's not your year, my man. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, the motherfucker, uh, motherfucker, you won accounting for just start busting your ass. <laughs> like, yeah, and you upset. Yeah. And as a fan, that's what I'm saying. As a fan, you upset. You like, are you serious? This dude, like, granted, Van Bleek, he would bust my ass. Like, I, you know, but yeah. like, as, <laughs> as a fan, I'm looking at it like, you serious, bro? Like, none of y'all can't stop this dude from scoring. And 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 I mean, you know, we we look at things at a at a very skewed lens. <laughs> yeah, because we call people who are on the bench. In the NBA, bums, yeah, but they'll bust, <laughs> they'll bust our ass though. Exactly. <laughs> the worst, the twelfth nigga on the bench will bust it, a random nigga's ass any day. Oh, easy, one hundred percent. Easy, but we be talking big shit about that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> we be talking be like, man. big shit. Be like, how many points you score? The same as me, bro. Like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> he'll bust, I'll bust your ass though. Like, you right, exactly. bro? You got it. You got it, bro. Exactly. That's what I ain't saying now. Right, you're the top one percent of athletes. You, you should bust my ass, nigga. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> straight up. But um, yeah, man. So, and in the parade, Kawhi. You think he's staying, bro? Uh, I don't know, man. It's it's kind of like it feels like you gotta stay. Yeah. You know, it, that's what it feel like. But like in today's world, <laughs> that don't mean a damn thing bro yeah you know but i i say if he don't stay he got a drake this record coming at him <laughs> boy do a drake drake I don't gonna know, sample man. his laugh 
Drake, Drake gonna sample his laugh. And the audacity. <laughs> <laughs> the gall of this nigga. <laughs> Come oh, to the man. six, win a ship. I want my chips with the dips. Like, hey, nigga. <laughs> hey, the dude was tripping on IG Live, bro. Bro, big time. Big time. And then on top of that, he was speaking so fucking proper. Like, it wasn't no slang or nothing to it. He was just talking shit the most the most Canadian way you could possibly talk shit, dog. My man said, Clay, when I see you out there uh, wakeboarding in your, uh, what shorts you say? Oh, in your Quicksilver shorts? Bro, <laughs> I was howling. Like, are you serious right now? And his yeah. Degrassi acting skills was on full fucking display <laughs> the whole series, bro. Every time somebody got hurt. Oh, man. Like, Come on, man. The shit with Clay tearing his knee up, like, bro, like, you would have swore Drake tore his shit. Like, you would have <laughs> swore they were twins and connected right. mentally, emotionally, and physically and spiritually. And when Clay <laughs> tore his shit, Drake felt it. Like, oh, fuck. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> and then go stand up and clap for the dude. Like, bro, like, you know, that would piss me off more, nigga. Like, if I was playing against it, like, nigga, why are you so polite, nigga? Like, bro, that's why Clay probably tried to come back in the game. Like, man, this nigga gonna be talking shit, mad <laughs> shit, bro. I gotta get back out here. Clay, not the most effective shit talker either, because that nigga, when he, the game, what was that game two where he went off on them and he t- slightly tweaked his hamstring? Mm-hmm. And then Drake walked by and Durant and uh, Thompson was talking shit. He was like, nigga, that's light, that's light work. That's light work. That's light work. And it was so proper. So maybe it's a light skinned nigga thing. I don't know. But well, that shit was funny. He was like, it's light work, bro. Lucky I took hamstring. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, bro. And then you just went and tore your shit. Now you, yes. now he. <laughs> yeah. So it was just maybe it's a case of light skinned niggas not talking, be able to talk shit like that. So I don't right. know, bro, man. It was just, it was comedy. It was a good ass series because I didn't know what they expect. I honestly thought. Milwaukee was gonna be the one in the finals, and like, Same. I would, I'm just like, yo, Giannis is gonna be a nightmare for them boys. Like, I don't know how they gonna stop. And then R- Toronto just came back and took their soul. Like, they got, they didn't win. They rattled off four games on them boys. So the thing, the thing about man, either one of them matches would have been a nightmare for Golden State without KD, man. Yeah, and like, like people just gotta keep it, keep it a hundred, bro. And like, and without KD, they wasn't winning this year, bro. I don't care who they played against, yeah. Because both of them teams just had too much length, and they had two freaks on their team. Like, yeah. Like, like who was gonna who was gonna honestly guard? The only thing that would have worked out in their favor for the Bucks is Giannis can't shoot in uh, their play zone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, but like, if if they was talking about that man driving. They can forget it, bro. Yeah. Like the only reason he couldn't do nothing against the Raptors was because Kawhi guard you, bro. Yeah. Like, and then you got Siakam mm-hmm. who's sitting there, and then you got Mark Gasol. Yeah. So it was like beat us from the outside, bro, or 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 get lost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And, and that boy got lost. <laughs> that was that's exactly what happened. It wasn't fucking Detroit. <laughs> you wasn't getting away with that shit, but yeah, yeah. wall wall them off and make them shoot. It's a, it's a wrap. So mm-hmm. the off season gonna be lit, man. Um, it's a lot of movement going on. So and basically, like, if this is gonna be the year you make a push for the championship, 
you need to do it now because basically oh, yeah. all, all the Golden State is fucking red short shirting mm-hmm. <laughs> this this season. So like, if you're gonna make that run, you bet you better do it now because I don't. I kind of feel like KD is gonna resign with them. I know for a fact mm-hmm. Clay is, but I feel like KD is gonna resign with them, dog. And then it's like it's gonna be the same same shit. Well, the West is getting better. But like mm-hmm. continuously, but like it's gonna be more of the same shit. Like who gonna be the ones to take out Golden State? But if you are gonna make that push, go ahead and fucking make that push this season because it's probably your one shot, dog. Like, oh uh, yeah, this is your one chance to do that shit. So you better capitalize on it. But, oh yeah, um, you done. You done after this year. Yeah, it's a wrap. You, you can forget it, especially yeah. if they re- especially if they resign both of them boys. Yeah. Yeah, and I kind of feel like they will, bro. Like I'll be, I'll be fucking stunned, shocked, flabbergasted mm-hmm. if Durant don't resign. Because at know, first, think- if he stayed healthy, I think he would have shook. But now that I'm looking at now that the, the chips fell the way they did, I'm like, bro, he gonna fuck around and resign. Like, and then what you I, gonna do? I think what's gonna happen with Durant, man, is he gonna opt in for his last year. He's gonna take that whatever thirty million uh to sit out and chill. Mm-hmm. And then next year he gonna either resign with them and get that super max uh-huh. or or he gonna shake. But I think I think whatever he gonna do, he he's gonna he's gonna definitely opt in this year. It it ain't no point. Get your thirty million and then yeah. you can still get a long deal next year. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah, that's what yeah. I would say anyway. I mean, but I ain't. I don't make the big bucks. You know? <laughs> right, 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 right. Because he, he could really be like, "Yeah, nigga, fuck all that. I got my two. I'm finna go somewhere else and do this right. shit." So, and yeah, I mean, whoever see. he go to, they sacrificing a year anyway and yeah. paying somebody for, yeah. for, for for nothing basically. But out of you know? all the niggas, you would sacrifice a year of not having. Just to say you mm-hmm. got that nigga, that would be the one motherfucker that you would sacrifice your year for. Like, fuck it. Yeah. We got him locked in for the four or five years. Yeah, go ahead and red shirt this year, bro. <laughs> it is what it mm-hmm. is. Shit, the rookies that come in that are injured, like Michael Porter Jr. and shit, even though that's a little different because they drafted or whatever, but they do it with the rookies all the time. Mm-hmm. All the time, like yeah, you build up the rest of the team, and then you got this commodity that you got that's gonna add to it next year, and it just so happens this commodity is fucking KD. So, right, yeah. So it's it's it's, it's gonna be interesting for sure. But now we get we off the sports shit. Now that I didn't talk this shit with my nigga, <laughs> bruh, you had to put a goddamn mean public service announcement on Facebook. Man, <laughs> people don't be realizing these weddings are expensive, bro. Like me and my fiance, man, we've been we we've been we've been putting out PSAs for the probably the last you know two three months just preparing people for this moment when these invites were coming out, right? Uh, just so you know, people <laughs> when when act brand new, you know what I'm saying? Because people get beside themselves when it comes to somebody else's wedding. Right, you know, like family get beside themselves, man. Friends, everybody who you didn't, you know, had a conversation with over the last ten years of your life, think all of a sudden, you know, they 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 uh 
they they just they they need a an invite, you know, mm-hmm. or or you know they just earned it because they know you, right? But ain't looking at you know, do you even know my my the person I'm marrying? Do you <laughs> even like? Do you know when the last time you talked to me? Did you even know I was getting engaged? Like, right. come on, like. But uh, you know, I'm just you know, it it was just one of them things where I just had to go ahead and address it before mm. before anything. Mm. So was it fucking like close relatives that you had to kind of like break the news to, or like Listen, somebody man, stepped I... out of line? You was like, all right, bro, <laughs> now, now this shit is starting to piss me off, type thing. Listen, man, I I, I had to essentially, bro, like cut off. Um, from my wedding invite list, half, like my whole that pop side of the family, like literally, ain't inviting none of them Damn. besides my pops and my aunt. Not not because of anything in particular. It's just too many of y'all. Like it's right. too it's too many of y'all. Y'all don't know what's going on in my life, and and this shit costs a lot of money, mm-hmm. basically. You know, and uh, you know, some people be like, oh man, you know, people be tacky with that type of stuff, and I'm like. It ain't tacky until you until you not in the position. Right. You know, anybody can talk about, you know, like, oh, you should invite significant others, and oh, you should invite your cousin who you ain't talked to in ten years. You know, all this type of shit. But nobody really putting into perspective like what's really going into it. Right. So, like for me, I just felt the need before. We even sent our invites to go ahead and let everybody know. Yes, I know some of y'all got significant others. Yes, I know some of y'all got kids. Yes, I know some of y'all went to middle school with, we grew up with. But guess what? You can't come if you don't already. Like, if you ain't talked to me before these invites went out, nine times out of ten, you ain't invited. Right. And, And if you ain't hit me up before then when I was talking about save the dates and everything else, you definitely not invited. And I just <laughs> wanted to go ahead and cut that off, you know, before before it got too heavy. Yeah. It, I mean, after after the fact, I still I, I just had a family member call me yesterday. And this one was by accident. I forgot, you know, her son. And I was like, damn, my bad. You know, <laughs> but it's two hundred people I'm trying to I'm trying to uh <laughs> Contained basically. Yeah. I'm like, well, I thought he was just automatically included. And she came to me on some, you know, like, uh, well, he, he lives with you. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. I lived with a lot of people in my life. <laughs> but, you know, but it, like I said, it wasn't nothing personal. I forgot. You know, it, it, it just wasn't nothing personal. I just forgot. And I mean, everybody, and, and I heard stories and everything before we got into this scenario um, about like, like, you know, family tripping or, or whoever else. But I didn't think it was going to happen with me. I thought everybody was just going to understand I was wrong. But, it, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. So. Yeah, bruh. That, that is some shit I'm not looking forward to, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, man. I know we I talked about that. last time you were on the podcast, we talked about, you know, how niggas want their weddings to be set up and shit like that. But, like, mm-hmm. I know just with 
my family is going to be a little tricky because, like, I love, I love my family to death. You know, don't get mm-hmm. me wrong or don't get me wrong. Don't think I'm turning my back on anybody. Like, I love them to death or whatever. But, like, a lot of us lead different lives and shit like that, right? Mm-hmm. So just like your just like your friends or in your circle or people you grew up with, like you go your separate ways. Like you have different interests. You're not into the same things or whatever like that and shit like that. So right. a lot of like my cousins and shit like that, like I kind of feel like the outcast a little bit because I'm like I'm over here doing different shit or whatever and like you know do mm-hmm. podcasting or like throwing events or doing goddamn podcast meetups and shit like that or whatever and then my cousins on the other end you know some of them were were into the streets so with Mm -hmm. them being into the streets and shit you know they they did time (laughs) and then right with them doing time there was time missed the part that you know we could have bonded or you know been tight or shit like that or whatever so like Mm -hmm. um I know that's going to be a tricky thing when it comes to my wedding. Cause I don't even want a big, stupid ass wedding. Mm-hmm. Like, bruh, like I told you when we, you know, talked a while back, like my nigga, my reception is going to be a party. Like, mm-hmm. it's lit. Like, like you put on your fucking, your invite, which was dope as fuck, by the way. Nigga got some, <laughs> nigga got some lit ass invite. But on the back of that motherfucker, you put, hey, this ain't for teenagers or kids. Like, mm-hmm. for like, real. You- we kicked it. So, a lot of my cousins got kids. Mm-hmm. So it's like, hey, bro, you got five kids. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and, and how I see it, enjoy the night off on me. Like, right. your drinks are paid for, your food is paid for. All you got to do is come show up, have a good time, support us, and, and, and find a babysitter. <laughs> right. Find a babysitter for the weekend that you got to drive down there. Like, mm-hmm. so all, all you got to do, like, hey, bro, yeah, if I know you got five kids, you might not get the invite, bro, because I'm trying to figure out how the fuck you going to do that, because the babysitter you trying to pawn them off on, I might invite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, exactly. so I'm, like, looking at it, and we, we're ways off from that. You know what I'm saying? But, like, mm-hmm. these are these are conversations that you have when you're in a serious relationship. So mm-hmm. we're way off from that. But then you, you got to start putting it in the place. I'm like, yo, like, who will be my best men? Who who will you be your bridesmaids? Like, mm-hmm. who would do this? Who would do that? So, yeah, man, I can see how it's, it's for motherfuckers feeling entitled because they may, oh, remember the time I did this and this and this for you? I'm like, you family, though. Like exactly, <laughs> that's what family is supposed to do. Like, mm-hmm. nigga, I ain't asked to be here. So, right. like, so like yo, yo sister and your brother in law had me. You know, like they looked out for yours, you looked out for theirs. Like that's what family is mm-hmm. supposed to do. But that doesn't come with you know an automatic bid to certain shit. You exactly. Know? That, it, that you're not entitled to that, dog. Like you pounding your chest, well. Like in your instance, well, y'all live together. I'm like, yeah, I live with a bunch of motherfuckers. That don't mean like I probably live with motherfuckers I don't even keep in touch with anymore. Like Exactly. <laughs> so exactly. that don't mean they get an invite. And it, and like you said, like I said, it ain't nothing, it ain't nothing. It, it's just it's nothing personal. 
Right. And like and and people take it so personal. Even though you tell them like, listen, it's nothing personal. This ain't even like me being disrespectful. This is just me like letting you know, like, yeah. I, I can't. You yeah. know? Yeah. I, I got people hitting up my fiance like like it's a like it's a a real legit like uh, exclusive party. She's talking about, you know, you know I need that invite, like it's some, some crack or something, bro. And I'm like <laughs> You know, I'm like, yeah, you might need it, but you ain't getting it, bro. Like, yeah, just, <laughs> yeah. you know, I That's need Beyonce to perform at that mug, but is that gonna happen? No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> would it be great? Hell yeah, it would be amazing. Right, but it ain't gonna happen. Yeah, you know. Yeah, man. So I just thought that shit was interesting. It's fucked up. You go through that, but niggas, niggas are human. So like, mm-hmm. even though it's nothing personal. They're gonna make it personal, and we all are are guilty of that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like saying some shit is said to us, and like we'll play it off like we cool, but then that shit starts seeping in, and mm-hmm. then like, nah, nigga, I'm actually not cool with that shit. Mm-hmm. That shit, and just just be like, yo, just, honestly, just be like, yo, that kind of hurt. Like, exactly. If you be <laughs> like, yo, that hurts, then you, then I'm more liable to come to you and be like, yo, this is why you didn't get the invite, bro. Like. Da, 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 da. Go go through that, and if you still mm-hmm. feeling the way, cool. But like, at least be like adult about it and tell me like it's hurt versus like demanding certain shit or like throwing shit in my face. Like I did mm-hmm. this for you or whatever. Like it's ways to go about it, bro. And like as fucking as we get older, we realize that like we are we are fucking trash at a lot of shit. Yeah, so. Yeah, man, I completely understand where you're coming from, bro. It's it's your fucking day. So, like, nigga, hopefully yeah, you don't have to make no more PSAs. I Hopefully you don't have to see no more shit after, like, August. Hopefully it's all subsided at that point. Oh, man, after after that, uh, that's why I'm telling people right now. If you're listening to this and you got an invite to my wedding, you need the RSVP before <laughs> August 5th because the fiancé is not playing. Right. And, and it's like it's like trying to get into the club for free. After eleven, it ain't happening. Yeah, it's not <laughs> happening. Don't call me to come get you at the door. Like at that point, I'm at the altar, my nigga. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, like you threw parties. You know how it is. Yeah, bro. Having to <laughs> run around like you're trying to enjoy yourself or whatever in mud. Like, come get me, like, bro. Mm-hmm. I told you what time to be there. Like that wasn't that wasn't a suggestion. Like, and the thing is, bro, it'd be weeks in advance. Like, like, like you had. <laughs> You done had two years, damn right. near, to to know if you coming to this wedding, yeah. if you got an invite, and if you still ain't ain't one hundred percent. And I understand shit happening in people's lives, and and all of a sudden, you know, later on, people can't come. But listen, mm-hmm. here, if if you ain't RSVP, I can't help you. Yeah, I just I just I can't <laughs> do nothing for you. The mm-hmm. warden is what I call my fiance, and she ain't and she yeah. ain't uh she ain't budging. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, and you, it's a team effort, but you also have to consider another person because I know, mm-hmm. like, that's that's combined stress on both of y'all. So, like, yeah, you don't want that shit. <laughs> you don't want and, that and, shit at all. I mean, especially dudes, y'all know how y'all women. If y'all in a serious relationship, you already know how your women can be, and and when some don't go her way, or or you know. Uh, you you slacking on something, she gonna let you know. Yeah, 
and you never gonna hear the end of it. You know, <laughs> and, and, and this one of them situations where never hearing the end of it is like a lifetime. Yeah, it ain't. <laughs> it ain't like this year. She's gonna <laughs> always bring it up. Oh, you remember when you invited so and so to the wedding? Right. And they acted a damn fool. It's, it's always gonna be that. Yeah. You know, it's, it's never gonna be. You know. Oh, that happened so long ago. Right. We just gonna get past that. Like, nah, nigga, this is about my wedding. So, like, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I ever get past that shit. Exactly. You, you be laying in bed dozing off and she'll get on top, which I don't get why women do this shit. Like, fuck with you while you're trying to sleep. But mm-hmm. poking at you like, babe, why did you? Like, nah, like, I'm trying to sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's peaceful hours right now. Like, you want to ask me about that shit? But, like, yeah, man. Women okay. got that bad, bruh. <laughs> women got that shit bad. So, you know, every time CT come on the episode, niggas do some type of list. So, mm-hmm. I got this list idea because I was on Facebook, <clears throat> scrolling, you know, walking, strolling through the ghetto and shit. And uh, <laughs> and uh, I see the real world is coming back. I'm like, oh, yo, shit. I saw like, that too. <laughs> I'm like, and it's hella black people on it. I'm like, oh, shit, it's lit. Or whatever, and then it's like exclusively on Facebook Watch, and I'm like, the fuck, the, like the fuck Facebook Watch, Facebook Watch, like niggas, I know like Red Table Talk is on Facebook Watch, <laughs> but like my nigga, I grew up with the real world being on MTV coming right. on at eight nine p.m. So the fuck is this shit? You mean to tell me that Viacom that owns VH1, MTV, all these other channels? Y'all can play Love and Hip Hop and all these other Teen Mom episodes and reality shows and shit like that and Catfish, which I'm still amazed and that's still on for some reason. But I don't I'm understand st- how Catfish is still on, bro. Niggas is and age. Niggas is still getting Catfish, dog. It is amazing to me. It is amazing to me. But I'm like, y'all got all these other shows that y'all put on TV, but like a a, a show that actually was like the building block. Of your network, mm-hmm. you putting that shit on like, and I know that people are moving to streaming platforms and all this other shit, but right. a pillar of your fucking channel, of your station, of your network, you putting that shit on Facebook Live. I mean, Facebook Watch. Like, mm-hmm. all right, bro, I ain't watching it, but like, I was like, all right, that's interesting. So it made me think, like, all right, top ten list, mm-hmm. top ten shows, your favorite shows, my favorite shows that you watched growing up. Ooh. Now, that is not restricted to only cartoons. Mm-hmm. Because nigga like me <laughs> was watching shit that I wasn't supposed to be watching, like staying up to one in the morning waiting for real sex to come on HBO. That's a whole... <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole different story, my nigga. Like that's a whole mm-hmm. different topic. So, For sure. top ten list. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna start with mine because right. I know you forgot your list. But even though I know you forgot your list, I know in in the back of your mind you probably remember them. So I'm gonna start oh, yeah. with mine, and hopefully jog your memory and you can chime in. Mm-hmm. All right, it's cool. So number ten, and this is not like. I'll put this out there. This is not like ranking, ranking. 
or whatever. This is just like the order I thought of them in. Oh, right. So, number 10, X Men. Oh, man. Fire. Fire. <laughs> Fire. So, like, you got Wolverine, Jean Grey, Jubilee, mm-hmm. uh, Charles Xavier, Cyclops, Beast, Gambit, Rogue, Storm. You, then the villains, you had Apocalypse, Mr. Sinister, Juggernaut. Like, mm-hmm. it was lit. It was great Saturday morning television. Mm-hmm. Wake up in the morning, go get to your favorite bowl, go get your favorite cereal, pour that bitch up, put, a, put, it, put your cereal in the bowl, go sit down, sit in front of the TV and your Power Rangers beanbag, I'm reminiscing. <laughs> <laughs> and then you watch your Saturday morning shows. Mm-hmm. And X-Men was on Fox Kids. Yep. And you know what time it is when you heard the anthem come on. <laughs> you knew what it was. And you would mimic all the X-Men's movements because they would go through like the title card, what their name is, and they had their own individual like entrance mm-hmm. or whatever. So yep. whatever. So like it was super dope. It was a good ass show. A lot of mature ass motherfucking things mm-hmm. to, to be to be um a kids show, but then again, the whole comic Charles Xavier and Magneto are based off fucking Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. So like <laughs> those yeah. type of differences, anyway. <laughs> so like you can start there, but like yeah, bro, it's it's a classic. It's a mm-hmm. fucking classic, and like it makes me wonder, like how could they continuously fuck up the movies when they had so much material you can pull from from the cartoon? And I even had the. Uh, a tape, VHS tapes, kids. Right. VHS tape. Of, uh, <laughs> I think it was a two-part episode. It was mm-hmm. the episode where uh, they was fighting the Sentinels in the mall. Oh. And uh, Morph, who was an X-Man, who basically his power was changing into motherfuckers. Changing got their, yeah, got murked. <laughs> that was like first episode, bro. <laughs> bro, I had it on tape. I had it. He got murked. And then the second part was like he came back from the dead and was out to like fucking get the X Men and shit like mm-hmm. that. Like I think it was I think it was Mister Sinister that like brought had him, him under mind control. Yeah, yeah, had him under mind control and brought him back from the dead and shit like that and had him you know trying to get the X Men out of here. So mm-hmm. like number ten on my list, X Men. So number nine, one hundred six in Park, Bruh. <laughs> And Class. the and the version of 106 in part with AJ and Free, I'll even throw in the version with Roxy and Terrence J. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of shit for the culture happened on that show. Mm-hmm. For instance, them resuscitating Genuine on stage. <laughs> and that nigga getting up, popping and locking and all this other shit <laughs> while he was performing. Uh, in them jeans or whatever the fuck he had out right there now. It might not even been that I album, think it was like So Anxious or something. Yeah, it was something. It's crazy because yeah. why, why in So Anxious are you getting resuscitated, bro? <laughs> it ain't no part in that song. Well, I mean, never mind. I'm, <laughs> I mean, my man's, was, my man's was begging for the pussy, so like, <laughs> <laughs> like I guess if if you're thirsty out here, it's that that'll resuscitate you. But yeah, they played it like something really happened to him, and they mm-hmm. real rolled him in his fucking uh 
Rockaware velvet tracksuit out there on stage and resuscitate them, and the, the chicks went crazy for it. Like, mm-hmm. went crazy. Another top moment on 106 and Park. Michelle busting her ass. Man, like, I, <laughs> I remember that happening, bro. And uh, I was at the crib, and I remember running outside. And like, bro. oh, shit. Bro, I think that was, like, the first moment that, like, really introduced me to YouTube. Mm-hmm. Because YouTube came out when we was in high school. But it was, like, it, it hadn't popped like that yet. It was kind of like Facebook. Like, mm-hmm. it was, like, on, you you know, you if you know, you know type shit. <laughs> so, it went right. to YouTube, and I remember, like, searching Michelle Williams falling on stage <laughs> and showing all my homies and showing it to them over and over and over again to the point that my teacher got mad and like blocked YouTube from being accessed in the computer <laughs> lab or whatever. So like that it had a lot of dope ass moments and then mm-hmm. Free had a fat ass. Like man. Like bro, like you thought that like AJ and Free was messing around, which they could have been. You know what I'm saying? Because I know for a fact Terrence and Roxy was. Because like, oh, they just had too much animosity, bro. Bruh, there was an episode Terrence was like driving her, and like she got big mad, and I'm mm-hmm. like, she like walked off set, and like like the next week he had to like apologize to her. So if, like they weren't smashing, like bruh, they <laughs> fooled the fuck out of me because like. That she stormed off like, yo, I'm really sick of this nigga type shit. Maybe he could have just been like getting on her nerves, mm-hmm. but I read it as like, yo, like you gonna act like that and we be fucking like <laughs> <laughs> you just gonna drive me in front of millions and millions of people and you and you be hitting my line, my two way and we be fucking like <laughs> that's the type of energy I got from the situation, bro. But mm-hmm. like I could be dead ass wrong. So like I could see that though. Yeah, I could so, see that. But it went downhill after that. You know, no disrespect to my man Shorty. He did what he could. But, yeah, after, like, Terrence and Roxy, like, we, it was kind of like we grew, we grew up and grew out of it. So, mm-hmm. like, it was, it was a good run, though, bro. 106 and Park had classy moments. And they, like, even though they wouldn't always play the full videos, the countdown was always, like, fire. Like, the countdown was, like, legit. It was a mm-hmm. legit countdown, and like it just brings you back to the time, like damn, bro, like we really used to rush home to watch this shit. Like, yeah, for real. Then you had the the Freestyle Fridays, of course, mm-hmm. and you know the blind, the blind battle rapper. I can't remember his name. Blind like, like, yeah, there you go, just ripping everybody and shit. My fucking Jen got a deal. Got a deal. Yeah, ended man. up in a uh, too fast, too furious. Right. So it was legit, man. It used to be lit. So yeah, number nine, 106 in part. So number eight is a show that didn't last too long, but I fucked with it. Hanging with Mr. Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> so like I don't remember. I think the show maybe lasted like maybe two or three seasons or something like that. Mm-hmm. But like the episode that like the episodes that always stuck out with me was when, when fucking uh, Mr. Cooper finally hooked up with uh, uh, Holly Robinson's character. Like, they finally, like, got together and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, cause they had, like, a little little tension, sexual chemistry or whatever, and then he finally got down and wiped her up or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the one, one episode I always remember is the episode when uh, 
Omar Gooden, Cuba Gooden's brother, he was uh, fucking with this chick, and she, like, died in the episode or something like that. Oh, I remember that. Right. She, like, died. And I think she, I think it was Myra. I think Myra was, like, uh, if y'all don't know, Myra is a, a character in Family Matters, but it was the actress mm-hmm. or whatever. And the actress died from, like, cancer or something like that in real life. And I think, like, they tied it into the episode or something like that where she died in the, the episode, too. So it was an episode dealing, you know, dealing with death or whatever. And so I thought that was, like, kind of dope or whatever. But, yeah, hang on, Mr. Cooper, man. You know, you had Raven before. Mm-hmm. I guess you had Raven when she was growing up rapping and shit like that. And then when she was black. To know. Yeah, still black before <laughs> she went into the sunken place and then somehow came out the sunken place. But I don't know if she's really out kind of weird because she's on Empire but like that's not her real ki- that's not really hers so it's kind of like <laughs> the fuck do you do like <laughs> like which which is it you know is it Uchiwali or one mic I don't fucking know so it's crazy but yeah number eight hanging with Mr. Cooper cool number seven hey Arnold classic classic a nigga wanted to have Arnold's room so bad Mm-hmm. So fucking bad. I've never wanted to wear, which I've l- later learned that it was just a shirt. I thought he was wearing a kilt. Everybody and did. A, <laughs> and I wanted to wear a kilt. <laughs> and I've never wanted to wear a kilt so bad because he made that shit look clean. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, bro, what the fuck you got on? Like, nigga, is that nigga wearing a, a kilt, a skirt? Mm-hmm. Bro, I want one. <laughs> Put me on. <laughs> then, and then you had uh fucking uh Helga mm-hmm. who was crushing on him, but you know, being the typical like, yeah, fuck you boy type shit. She was the original, she was the original boy, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Like yep. <laughs> she really pretended like she didn't mess with Arnold, but she really fucking loved Arnold. But Ar- Arnold wasn't sweating her because he was all about that one chick that looked like she sold Girl Scout cookies. So <laughs> So he really was all about her or whatever, and then I think they eventually like hooked up or whatever in like one of the, like movies they had or something like they, that. They they released it like last year. Yeah, yeah, and they like yeah. got together or some shit like that. Right. Then you had Gerald, of course, with the I guess the like, the burst the burst fade slash Chico stick shit or whatever. <laughs> I don't know what it was. <laughs> then. Then you had the mouth breather. Like, yep, yep. I had a bunch of, like, ill-ass characters. You, like, uh, Stoop Kid. Who the mm-hmm. fuck? Yeah, Stoop. Then you had, what the, I don't even know. I think it was Pigeon Man or some shit like that. The nigga mm-hmm. that was into pigeons and shit. So, like, it was a dope-ass show. And the music was always lit. Yep. <laughs> like, uh, always. Yeah, always. Like, the ending credit music was always fire. Always fired. So, mm-hmm. yeah, man. Hey, Arnold, number da, 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 seven. So, number six, Comic View. Classic. Classic. Old Comic View. So, Ronaldo Ray, mm-hmm. Bruce Bruce. I think Ricky Smiley hosted it at one point. Yep. Uh, he did. I miss the Robert. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. And I think some more hosted it at one point. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of dope black comedy. Like, Lil Duval was on fucking comedy, bro. People forget, like, Gary Owen. 
comic view. Like a lot of the motherfuckers that's like big, like, not not well, yeah, they got like a social media presence, or you mm-hmm. feel like just got on because of social media. Bruh, go look at some of the uh, old Comic View episodes if you can find them. Mm-hmm. A lot of them was on Comic View, busting mm-hmm. their ass, grinding, dog. Lil Duval was making songs back then. Yep. That's when <laughs> like, he had the braid. Right, when he had the braid. So, like, this black men don't see you, smile, bitch, shit. This ain't new. Nah. He had songs back then. So, yeah, man, go look to a lot of history. It's like, you can kind of put, well, I still kind of hold Def, Jam, Def Comedy Jam over it a little bit, mm-hmm. but like, if it's Def Comedy Jam is 1A, you can say Comedy comic is 1B. Yeah. If you, I, I'll accept that. I'll be cool with that. So, number five, the real world. Classic. <laughs> Literally just talked about this shit. So, I remember, like, the real world was forbidden in my fucking career because Mama White walked in on me and I think Ruthie was kissing another chick. <laughs> and she's like, what the fuck are you watching? I'm like, like, 10, 10 or 11 at this point or some shit. Whatever, whatever season, uh, whatever year Hawaii, the Hawaii season came out. Mm-hmm. And she's like, bruh, she said, don't let me catch you watching this shit again because, like, they was doing some of everything. Like, they was fucking... Oh yeah, they was wilding. They was doing. They was getting lit. Ruthie, Ruthie was uh, alcoholic, so she had an mm-hmm. issue with that. Fucking uh, the Vegas season, they was fucking raw and had a pregnancy scare. Mm-hmm. So like, it was a lot of wild shit. Like the fucking Miz. That's when I <laughs> was introduced to the fucking Miz. Like, and then and Coral, Coral was like, I don't fight. I beat bitches up. Like, yo. Just a lot of classic ass moments, like from like, I think it was like Boston, Seattle, Hawaii, Las Vegas, and then back to New York. And then maybe maybe Austin, Austin, Texas. Like Austin those was a lot, bruh. Fire, fire. And I actually tried out for the show. Fun fact. <laughs> Fun fact, bro. I sent in I sent in a viral video that I had of myself. At the time, not gonna tell y'all what the video is because, but if you if you can find it, if you can do your googles and find the shit, cool. I sent in a viral video of myself that had like I think it might be like a hundred thousand now, but like mm-hmm. at the time, like ten thousand views was like serious, bro. So like, oh, yeah. sent in the sent in the video. This is twenty ten, by the way. Sent in that video, wrote in a, like a short little paragraph uh, about myself and my email, and just sent it. Just on a home, just on like a some summer night type shit. Like I was at the mm-hmm. crib, up at like twelve in the morning for no reason. I didn't have a, I didn't have a job or whatever, or might have had a job. I don't remember. And then like, just like yeah, bro, let me send this off. Sent it <laughs> off. A few days later, I get an email back that was like, hey, come down to the casting call that we're having. It was at a bar up the street from SLU. Mm-hmm. So, and, and they sent me the pass. I'm like, ooh, shit. Like, I'm finna be in here, bro. Like, I've always <laughs> wanted to be <laughs> always wanted to be on the real world. And I, was, I hadn't turned 21 yet either. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, yeah, nigga, this finna be lit, lit. Like, I'm finna be on the fucking real world acting a fool, repping, repping for the crib. Like, we, we own it. And get down there. And it's a bunch of other motherfuckers down here. Like, 
the, the pass, it said VIP pass. So I'm thinking like, oh, nigga, I'm exclusive. Like, oh, yeah, I'm in there. And get down there, and nigga, it's like they are like auditioning people in groups. And so the group I was with, we sit at the table, and like, bruh, I'm like the only black nigga at the table. Mm-hmm. Like, they had like your traditional golf people, your regular white people, you know, mm-hmm. your, your, gay, your gay and lesbian people, and then there's me. Like, like, like the token black, the token black guy, like, mm-hmm. and like, they were asking people about themselves going around the table and they got to me and I, I will never forget. I think I had on a, a baseball cap and with the sticker on it still, because for whatever reason, we still, we kept the stickers on our hats. Man. <laughs> I and forgot like about the, that. Bruh, it, like, I, I still, I don't, I, I now look back at it, I'm like, I don't get the trend, but whatever. Man, you take that sticker <laughs> off, it's hella dusty. <laughs> hella dusty, and then the, you form the, the sticker layer around your shit, like, unnecessary. So he get the mean, asked me, like, what the sticker, what's the sticker on my hat mean? I was like, I didn't have an answer, so I was like, so I don't forget my head size, nigga, what the fuck? <laughs> 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 And like, nigga, you bust out like table bust out laughing and shit like that. So I'm thinking like I'm in there, but no, nah, I didn't get picked. So, <laughs> <laughs> so like, yeah, bro. Even like the process of them choosing people was like, yeah, nigga, this is kind of bullshit. Like, mm-hmm. you can't really get to know about a motherfucker if you got eleven other people at the table that you're interviewing. So, right. Yeah, man. So, all right, bro. So I got four left. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna let you have your your shine, your list right now. So all right. I mean, some of mine gonna kinda mirror yours. Uh I mean, a couple of yours are definitely on my honorable mention. X-Men is one of those. Okay. But I'm gonna counter your X-Men. And I'm gonna start with Batman, the anime okay. series. Okay. The OG one. Uh, ah. Yeah, you know it's one yeah. I'm talking about when they yeah. had the big broad shoulders, and he yeah. walks out there, he's fighting the Joker. You know, yeah. he's fighting Bane, getting his ass whooped. Yeah. Uh, that show was just, that's, that's when I just was like, Batman cold. And, <laughs> and, I, and, and I say that because Batman, like Iron Man, is just a regular dude who just mm-hmm. got hella bread. But Batman took his parents getting murdered, and, and went to train to become an assassin. He didn't just build a damn suit. My man went into the mountains on, on like some, I need to learn from the coldest nigga in the world. Right. <laughs> and then when I learn from the coldest nigga in the world, I'm going to shake. I'm going to go back to the city like a nigga. I'm going to run my own shit. And then behind closed doors, I'm going to go whoop everybody's ass. Mm-hmm. And then I'm gonna wake up in the morning, and I'm gonna be Bruce Wayne again. Right. <laughs> Not Big a- square, square chin ass Bruce Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you know, I also like Batman. Batman used to get the chicks, bro. Like yeah. everybody wanted Batman. Right. He stayed with a baddie, bro. Bro, every, every every episode, chicks mad at him. He he, Bruce Wayne. Chicks want him as he got Catwoman. Want him as Batman. That man was cold, bro. That man, <laughs> that man was cold. And then, I mean, just on top of that, man, it was just a good, it was like the foundation of like just action TV shows back then, you know. 
Like yeah. all this shit now is is mad weird, and I only know this because got a, a little eight year old in here, and he be watching like Teen Titans and shit. And all they shows now are like gimmicks, bro. Mm-hmm. Like like they just go and do weird ass shit throughout the whole show, and then it ends. It ain't no it ain't no plot to the show. It ain't nothing. They just go do weird ass shit. That's it. <laughs> And I'm like, man, nah, you used to be looking forward to Batman. You see what the Joker's going to do on this crazy-ass episode. Yeah. What Scarecrow going to do. You had shit to look forward to. Right. You know, and it was like a running series. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Batman, Actual plot. Exactly. And like you said, all the cartoons back then was just deeper. Like, everything was deeper. Like, everything had, like, crazy meanings. Like, dude was adopting kids and turning them into motherfucking <laughs> ninjas, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Like, straight up just adopting kids, making them wealthy, and turning them into ninjas. Mm-hmm. So they can go out there and do the same thing he did. Like, shit was insane. Uh, number nine, uh, I got to go with Hey Arnold, too, man. Hey Arnold was just one of them shows where everybody had representation, bro. Like, yeah. it, it ain't matter if you was black, white, Asian, whatever. Not only that, but, like, personalities and also, like, income and shit, like, Arnold, by no means, was rich. He lived in a boarding house, man. Yeah. He had the coldest room out of all his friends. Definitely. You know, they had the rich chick on there who was hella crazy, but they had episodes where her family went broke, and she stayed with Arnold. Yeah. You know, know, one of my favorite episodes is when when Gerald was selling them watches. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Because my man became a full-on hustler. And I ain't going to lie, like, it was a point in my life where I took what Gerald was doing, and I did that shit in school. I was selling, like, little little shit my mom would get from work, like, little portable fans, mm-hmm. candy, you know. Like, it, it was just, like, one of them things, like, man, Gerald getting money. And it was, like, it wasn't, like, drugs and shit, you know, like that. Uh, and like you said, Hey Arnold just had a lot of, like, deeper meaning episodes, a lot of representation. Uh, shit was funny as hell too. Like some shit ain't make no sense. Like stoop kids to this day makes no sense. To me. Why, <laughs> no, why no. are you scared to get off your stoop, my man? Right, like, nigga got left on the stoop and never left the stoop. Like, yeah. and the that's fun- essentially all it was. So maybe it was like depression and traumatic experiences. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know, bro. But mm-hmm. you know, when he finally got off that bitch, like he was sending out fades. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. That that's to this day. That's probably one of the funniest moments in that show, bro. Buddy was talking shit. What's his name? Harold. <laughs> yeah, was talking big shit, and then dude hopped off that fucking stoop, and <laughs> he was like, "What? Oh, shit, I gotta go." You know. Uh, number eight is gonna be. Oh, this one tough. But um, I like Rap City, man. And uh, okay, I I love 106 and Park, but one of the main things that I always look forward to to seeing was the basement freestyle. Yeah, and it's just so many classic ones. I mean, even from niggas like Bow Wow. Yeah, Lane, and, and yeah. like and like I used to be like, why Tig ain't why why he ain't uh writing songs, but he killing everybody. And, and then I'm like, and then you know when you get in high school, it's like, man, you know he ain't really just freestyling that he writing that. And you, I, I can remember all of uh, all of those debates with my homies. Like, nah, fam, he writing all of those raps, all of this, you know. But also, just like, it was just cool to see 
people go in there, chill basically in a in a basement, <laughs> yeah, like, and, and really just kick knowledge with each other. And, and Tiggy used to used to uh, it wasn't like for a crowd like one of those Park was. It was almost like you got a more raw interview between them because yeah, Tiggy was just down there talking to them and bringing shit up. Mm-hmm. Um, number seven. Let's see, man. Number seven. Ooh, I got one. Uh, number seven. My wife and kids, bro. Okay. I <laughs> get that one. I get that. Like, my wife and kids, probably it was one of the funniest shows to ever come out. And, and like, to me, anyway. To me. I say mm-hmm. that to me. And, I mean, you got a bunch of other shows I could have named right here, but, like, and this is the only other show that swapped a light skin, a dark skin chick, and got away with it, <laughs> and really had successful seasons after that shit. Like, yeah, like Granny, I hated that first daughter. She was mad annoying. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, that show that's funny, and like his relationship with his family, Michael Kyle, like is just kind of how I always envision myself being with my family, straight up, like. Joning on my kids, like flaming their ass, putting them in fucked up situations, and like, but at the at the end of the day, like being able to come together and like, still kicking and still love each other, basically, like things like that. And then on top of that, like, it was just real quirky ass shit going on in that show. Like right. that was the first time I really seen Terry Crews. Was it yeah. Terry Crews in there? No, or, yeah. it was another it was, big. Uh, it was another it was, big bald head dude in there. Though. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember his name, but that cat was funny as hell. And I just remember him coming to do that gym workout. No, that was <laughs> Terry Crews, bro. It was two. Okay, then they had two bald head dudes in it. Dude. Yeah, it was another. It was another bald head dude that was the. Uh, the the father of Junior's baby mama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe they switched them. They could have. You have to go back and look. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. That show, that show was just always one of my favorite shows growing up as a kid. Like, and it and it was one of them shows they used to come on in the middle of the night, like George Lopez, bro. Like yeah. you, you, it'll be like eleven o'clock, and then my wife and kids would come on. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna go back to uh, to cartoons, and I'm gonna name for number. What am I on number seven? I'm gonna name Doug, cause okay, okay. Doug Doug was one. Doug had some fucked up episodes. <laughs> <laughs> like when that man had that pimple on his nose, yeah, and that mug yeah. was talking to his ass and shit. Like <laughs> Doug had some messed up episodes, but that shit used to be funny as hell. <laughs> and and like like and and it, and it was shit that didn't just didn't make no sense. And to this day, he got the funniest closet out of any character Same that I've fits. ever seen. Same <laughs> fit, man. Same and, fits. And, like, I like how they made jokes of shit like that because, like, in, a, in every other show, they just show the character wearing the same outfit every day. Like, they don't even, But, like, they actually put every outfit in this man's closet being the same fit. And that shit was, <laughs> and that shit was, just, was funny as hell to me. Um, and I used to like drawing all that bullshit, uh, <laughs> but yeah, man. So Doug is on there. 
my next one would have to be who Jamie Foxx show. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Jamie Jamie Foxx show probably in, in one of my in my top five just because and until this day he's still one of my favorite entertainers. But I just like the fact that he used to do some silly ass shit in that show as like them fucking like dreams and shit. Yeah. And like and 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 he was just funny. And him and Braxton and him doing the talk to the hand shit. I just yeah. remember mimicking that all through Yeah, all walking through up school. on motherfuckers. <laughs> like, you know, it just was something that was always funny to me and like it was a lot of it was a lot of good episodes on that to where even to this day I still watch it every time it's on TV. And uh let's see. Man, it's just so much TV. <laughs> yeah, bro. There's a lot of shit that we grew up on that was fire. Yeah, and uh it's just so much shit. It's a reality show. I can't think of the name right now, but it was on my list. And I'm pissed off I can't remember it right now. What station it used to come on? <clears throat> I'm pretty sure it was MTV. It wasn't real world. Road rules? One road rules. Oh, I can't remember that shit right now. Oh, shit. Shit, them the only two I actually remember from being on MTV. Oh, like the early oh no, 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 no. I got it. Making the band. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Making yeah, the band, bro. bro. Top five. Top five. And it ain't five, man. It ain't that, five. Like, Diddy, Diddy was fucking ignorant, for one. Like, it, my man had grown men battling, singing <laughs> against each other in a big-ass house to the point where they was fist-fighting. <laughs> Do you know how much you got to care? <laughs> that this man better than you in singing to go fist fight, fam. Like, come on, come on, fam. Like, like making a band just it just got so many memorable moments from where, right from him making him walk and get that cheesecake from <laughs> from from Ness and Chopper fighting each other. <laughs> to, uh, she was shooting the fade, <laughs> <laughs> man. Uh, like that show was just. Fucking ignorant. You can't forget about the most important moment, though. It was this. These these motherfuckers had a battle, but was singing. Oh yeah, bro. When they was, <laughs> it was like it was like the new niggas versus the old niggas. Yeah, like did nigga Diddy got fed up with the niggas that was already in your house. It's like you know what, bro. I'm gonna bring some new niggas in here, and like we gonna see who really wants this shit. And these niggas built an arena. In the middle of the fucking house. In the fucking living room, fam. In the living room. And they had a battle of which group could sing end of the road the best. My and man. like Brian was singing. And then all of a sudden his boys jumped in. Like Bruh, like on some movie shit. Like, some movie shit. <laughs> like it was like the end, like it was like from Sister Act Two, like we gotta we got we gotta get we gotta get the championship. I need all y'all to come in as soon as as soon as I say I hit this note, and then everybody <laughs> just just kind of joined in. I'm like, man, y'all niggas, wow, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, I ain't never seen no shit like that, man. And 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 this ain't a part of my list, but it's honorable mention, bro. College Hill. <laughs> yeah, bro. Hey, you can never every every blue moon. 
you'll hear me yell out, make that booty talk. Like, <laughs> every blue moon at the stroke of, like, 10 p.m., you'll hear me yell out in the night sky of St. Louis, make that booty talk. Like, <laughs> just off the strength. But what's crazy is, though, I can recall going to parties here in St. Louis where they played that nigga shit. Yeah. So, yes, they did, though. <laughs> they really did, fam. And, and, like, and that's wild shit, bro. Right. <laughs> man, I don't know, man. We grew up, we just grew up on some crazy shit, bro. And, some, like, yeah. Some shit some that, that wouldn't shit, fly man. on TV right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, with everybody, with it being PC or like trying to dissect every fucking thing, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a troubling time. So I'm gonna yeah. get my last ones. Um, so honorable mentions. I got a couple honorable mentions before I wrap up. So one is Doug. Um, original Doug. Because I feel like when the new Doug came out. Like, they tried to upgrade it. Like, Roger was rich because they hit the lottery. And, like, they changed some of the character designs on some of the characters or whatever. Like, Doug still kind of had on, like, the same similar outfit. But, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just ain't it ain't hit the way, like, the original cartoon used to hit. But, mm-hmm. you know, that's, like, that's just a, it's just a little nitpick. But it is what it is. So, Doug definitely on there. Uh, Rugrats. So, like, I fucking wanted to get a fucking perm because I saw Tommy Pickles <laughs> fucking have one. Like, nigga, like he had. Oh well, his uh, his he had a he met a new a homeboy that had like oh with his, the leather little jacket. Yeah, and I will vividly remember like telling my mom like, "Yo, I want my hair like that, like laid to the side. Like, I want to be out here." Big big baddie season time. Like mm-hmm. and my mama just looked at me like, nigga, you don't get the fuck on. <laughs> like I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. I had a ball fade, like I wasn't paying for my own haircuts at that time. So Right. Yeah, I remember wanting that shit. But like, yeah, Rugrats was a staple. Like, bro, especially Saturday nights, Snick. Mm-hmm. Which you know about Snick. Um, Man. <laughs> <laughs> Are you afraid of the dark? All of that Rugrats. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, bro. Like trifecta you want that's that's the real three p right there yeah so rugrats next for the grown and sexy people <laughs> midnight love oh, so, man. so that's where i got my r&b fix from like you know that after 10 you know they would play like i think they play common viewer like bt midnight nightly news or whatever mm-hmm. 11 p- it was 11 uh, 11 p.m. to 12 a.m. was Midnight mm-hmm. Love, and you got all your all your R&B videos. So you was getting like Tyrese and Tamia, and you know, New Edition when they came back and shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. so you got all. You, then you would hear some unknown artists that you was like, "Damn, that shit kind of dope." You jump mm-hmm. your ass up, go to LimeWire, and <laughs> Man, LimeWire, LimeWire. And download what you just heard or whatever. So. Yeah, man, Midnight Love holds a special place in my heart mm-hmm. for sure. So, my top four shows: number four, Beast Wars. So, uh, Beast, Beast Wars, Wars. 
Beast Wars was my actual introduction to Transformers. Like, keep Mine it 100. Mine too, though. I, I don't know how I missed, like, the Transformers movie. Mm-hmm. But somehow, I completely missed that. So, like, my introduction to what Transformers War was, was Beast Wars. You know, mm-hmm. and Optimus Prime being the ape. And then, you know, I can't remember, forget, can't remember the rat's name. She tore, yeah. uh, uh, it was like rat something. I couldn't remember, I couldn't remember his name either. Yeah, but it was wild. And Megatron was a T-Rex. So, it was. It was it was dope, and then then they upgraded them to where they turned into vehicles, mm-hmm. like part vehicles, like the next season or whatever. And they thought Optimus died, Optimus died or whatever. He came back, and it was just mm-hmm. like it was super fire. On top of that, it was computer, it was CGI. So like, Bruh. it was next I level. I've never seen no shit like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. It was CGI. So they they and I know it, they stepped away from like the general way cartoons looked and went with computer mm-hmm. images and it was it was nigga for the time mm-hmm. fire yep super fire so beast wars number four mm-hmm. number number three Chappelle show so <laughs> <laughs> like this came in later in high school but mm-hmm. like you can sit, you can put me in front of a TV right now and just play the box set of the first two seasons. You can even play me the lost episodes, bro. Mm-hmm. And I will sit there and watch all of them back to back to back. You know, Don, uh, Donnell Rollins and Charlie Murphy, and fucking that was my introduction to Paul Mooney. Like, mm-hmm. you want to talk about. You know, comic like what we say, comic view having like a bunch of dope people. Shit, the Chappelle show. Yep, a bunch of dope people, bro. Like, I mean, he gave us the fucking the the Charlie Murphy's True Hollywood Stories. Like, <laughs> he gave us a real world skit. Like, he did. Like, yo, it was ahead of his time, bro. It was ahead of his time, and they fought, and that man said, "Fuck y'all, money, I'm out." Like mm-hmm. y'all tweaking, y'all uh, fucking with my shit too much. So that was that. Um, number two, Rocco's Modern Life. So hey, that show is hella inappropriate, and that's why it's number two. Like <laughs> I, I battle back and forth between Ren and Stimpy and Marco, mm-hmm. Rocco's Modern Life, but like. Rocco's Modern Life, bruh. Nigga was a sex operator. <laughs> the fuck his next door neighbor's wife was trying to fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, like he was in love with a uh, a woman that had like either a, like big big ass and big titties. Like, yeah, it was fucking insane. The amount of shit that was in this show that they got away with and kids ate it up. Like, bruh, it is wild. <laughs> like, really? I don't, I don't know. Like, like you were saying, a lot of this shit wouldn't fly. That, that definitely wouldn't fly now, bro. Nah, not on Nickelodeon, especially. Not on Nickelodeon. Like, it was crazy the amount of like sexual innuendo they had in this fucking show. But we didn't know any better. We just know Rocco was out here. Life was lifing and fucking him up. <laughs> like, yep. Like straight up, and it was preparing us for adulthood. We ain't even know it. 
<laughs> we ain't even know it. Facts, so, though. number one, and this is one of the shows that actually prompted this list as well, because I saw a video on Facebook. Power Rangers. So, Lit. the video that helped prompt this shit was fucking Tommy when he was the Green Ranger saucing mm-hmm. these niggas. <laughs> so, so five, episodes. Like a five episode arc where he fucking, he was everywhere. He was in these niggas' crib. He's at these niggas' school. He jumped in these niggas' zords. Like, hey, when he popped in the zord, bro, it took me out, fam. It took me out. <laughs> bro, and he was just saucing these niggas, something terrible, and they mm-hmm. had no answer for that work. They had yep. no answers for that work. So, and then when he finally joined the squad, it was dope. But, like, it was kind of bittersweet because his, his Green Ranger power was going away and shit mm-hmm. like that. And then they, they pulled the ultimate flex. Nigga became the White Ranger. Bro. Who the fuck didn't want to be the White Ranger? Bro, everybody. <laughs> everybody wanted to be. Everybody wanted to have Saba and be the White Ranger. Right? <laughs> You couldn't tell nobody. If you couldn't be the White Ranger, you damn sure made sure you were going to be the Red Ranger. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so, like, it was just like, it was a, what a time to be alive, bro. I had all the toys. Like I said, I had a goddamn beanbag that I was sitting in front of the TV with, eating my cereal on Saturday morning. Like, it was dope. And I watched it all the way. Like, you could, I will sit down and watch the original Power Rangers art all the way up to about, you pushing it with Zio, but I watch mm-hmm. it, and then like I'm I'm maxing out at Turbo, my nigga. Like <laughs> at at Turbo, I'm good. But like everything else, like you can run the whole goddamn Power Rangers arc, the the first few seasons with me, and I'm good. But mm-hmm. like, yeah, man, like it was crazy lit to be a kid, and like, bro, you could do no wrong with Power Rangers, bro. No wrong. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man. That That's my list. That's a legit list, but I'm about to throw some curveballs at you. Okay. All right. So what was I at number five? Yeah. So number five, I'm gonna go with uh, Keenan and Kel. Okay. Gotta go, Keenan and Kel. Yeah. Uh, okay. They just an iconic duo. You know, everybody said, oh, here you go. Yeah. You know, and, and like, that show, man, it was, it, was, it was dope to see, like, two main black characters just who had creative control over basically whatever they wanted to do on that show. And, like, to see them go to a movie uh, with Good Burger and shit, man, and just to see them two guys, like, go from all that to getting their own show. That show's just funny as hell. And and shit, that low key it may have been the reason I started drinking orange soda. Just because Kel used to make it look so good, bro. Right. <laughs> right. Like, dude, like that was that was one of the main reasons you would buy just to say who loves orange soda. Like mm-hmm. that that show just hilarious to me, man. Mm-hmm. And uh I had to put it on the list. Okay. Number number four. I'm going to go smart guy. Okay. Smart guy was just, 
for one, everybody remembers sister, sister, mm-hmm. and then like finding out dude was like they brother and shit like that. It was just cool. And then smart guy, you not only did you have an all black family, it it was a it was like the first show for real to have like a single dad. Yeah. And yeah. like just to see him like take care of his kids and then like the pop culture influence that that, that show kinda had influence and I still remember the episode with Marcus trying to holler at Beyonce. Yeah. Trying to take her to the dance. You know, just like all the little acts that used to come on there. And that shit was just funny as hell. Like Mo was just hilarious. Mm-hmm. Funny ass show. Uh number three. Ooh, number three. This one a little bit tougher. Um <laughs> because I got I can just rattle off a couple of different shows, man, but I'm gonna go Boy Meets World. Okay. Boy, Boy Meets World, like the that one white show. Yeah, that, bro. That every that every black <laughs> person like. And 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 it just and it was the one white show that every black person could relate to. Yeah. Because they wasn't like rich. They wasn't like a big ass family. You know, it was just normal ass shit. And then you had Shine who that who was poor basically. His pops walked out on him. You know, his moms, he found out he had a brother later on in life. Just all type of crazy ass shit. And who didn't want a teacher like Mr. Feeney, bro? Yeah. Everybody wanted a Mr. Feeney in their life. And and like, not because he was the nicest teacher, but dude used to give legit lessons. Mm-hmm. And like, you can learn anything from that show, even to this day. Uh, but definitely top five show that I can that I can name. Next, I'm gonna go. Oh, man, I'm gonna go with uh, you name some that I was gonna have on my list. <laughs> but, but I'm gonna flip um, to something later on in high school too, and go. Everybody hates Chris. Okay. <laughs> I didn't appreciate it until like college. Late, later yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, but like, and same here. But I just remember watching it, and like, even more so now. I appreciate <laughs> just like the different. Like, I appreciate Julius because it be, time, <laughs> hey, fam, because it be times, especially with this wedding. I'm like, uh, uh-uh, uh, that that costs two dollars and seventy five cent per person. That's five, you know. Start adding it up, just like Julius used to do. I'm just, yeah. Or, or like when you when you do have a kid and and they wasting food and you like man I just spent five dollars on that it's kids in Africa I ain't got nothing to see or you know when my girl you get tired of a job I could just picture her saying my man got two jobs oh <laughs> you know right. and, and like everybody hates Christmas just wearing themselves like it came later on in our like teenage years but I still feel like it kind of molded. Like my viewership. Now, obviously, I wanted to put Dave Chappelle on there. That's just a huge part. Wanted to put Boondock, but my number one dude is is Fresh Prince. And yeah, Fresh Fresh Prince, my all time favorite show. I, I own all of the seasons. Like to see Will get thrown into like like people always think when you get that money, like your problems just go away. Yeah, and to see him actually get thrown into that position and have more problems than he did when he was 
you know, with his mom in Philly, I think that was just a, 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 a huge dynamic to see. Right. And not only that, to see, like, it was relatable because, I mean, who, who hasn't had a cousin come stay with them, mm-hmm. you know, for an extended period of time? You know? Right. I, I grew up with a lot of my cousins like that, so it was just super relatable in the sense of, you know, some may be going on at home, but you always got more family to 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 take care of you and get you out of basically shitty situations. Right. And and I mean, like, with Will always had the new the new kicks. Yeah. Like, always had the new kicks. Always had the freshest jerseys. Was funny. The corny ass pickup lines had the chicks. He was one of them people you used to just want to be when you became like a teenager in high school. You right. wanted to be the Fresh Prince, basically. Yeah. And then who? And then who can forget the most famous episode? Why he don't want me, man? Why he don't <laughs> want me? Right. And then when he snapped, he said, "I'm gonna be a better father than he ever was." Right. <laughs> Nigga. Know? You used to watch that shit. Watch that shit now. Still get emotional as fuck. Man, fuck. Like, like for real. Like just, just one other. You know, one. That's the one top. That's 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 my top sitcom uh, ever. You know that I like to watch. And I mean, a lot of cartoons shit that I could have put on that list, but right. A lot of a lot of things that like stuck with me were shows like live action shows and, yeah. and like you know it's a lot of cartoons and shit that I used to watch but like I can still go back and, and watch like those sitcoms now mm-hmm. and, and, and still learn lessons from them so that's 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 why my list is a little bit more sitcom heavy yeah some of the cartoons I used to watch yeah I feel that because like even making the list like if I was strictly going off like 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 the popular shows that I really fucked with, like Fresh mm-hmm. Prince would have probably been like top, like probably number one and number two mm-hmm. or whatnot. So I was like, I'm like, damn, he'll probably say that. So let me see <laughs> what else the fuck I would be coming up with or that I mm-hmm. really fuck with or whatever. But like, I wanted to put the boondocks on there, but like that mm-hmm. kind of came in in college too. Yep. So like, and I'm like really hoping they don't fuck with it when it comes back. Mm-hmm. Like like they did with the uh, the fourth season, I'm really hope they don't fuck with it and let Aaron Magruder and them do what the fuck they need to do. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of that shit is still I I say this to you all the time, I'm like bro, a lot of this shit is still super relevant. Like mm-hmm. uh, in my snap memories, like the last two weeks, they there was the R. Kelly episode and a bunch of other episodes that was like still super relevant to this mm-hmm. day when I decided to do, like, a little marathon and watch all the seasons over again. So, like, I hope they don't fuck with it. But, yeah, if I would have did it that way, I would have had Fresh Prince shit. I probably would have had Family Matters on there because I really did like Family Matters or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I definitely would have had, you know, the Boondocks on there or whatever. So I try to call myself doing obscure shit. But, like, all of, like, both, like, it's a lot of dope shit that we grew up on. So it's no way around it for real. But yeah, bro, go ahead and tell everybody where they can reach you at. Yeah, man, you know, you can find me on basically everywhere at Shop by CT. Uh, Instagram, Twitter. Um, those are my main two pieces, so just follow me. There you go. Also, the information for the podcast meetup 
That's on July 6th from 2 to 6 p.m. at Bar Louie here in the Central West End in St. Louis. Uh, I'll have that link for you to RSVP in the description of this episode as well. So until next time, we'll holler at y'all later. Peace. Where the fuck should I really even start? I got hoes that I'm keeping in the dark. I got my niggas cross the street living large. Thinking back to the fact that they dead, thought my raps wasn't facts, so they sat with the bars. I got two phones, one need a charge. Yeah, they twins, I could tell they ass apart. I got big packs coming on the way. I got big stacks coming out to save. I got Lil Max with me, he the way. It's a big gap between us and the game. In the next life, I'm trying to stay paid. When I die, I put my money in the grave. When I die, I put my money in the grave. I really gotta put a couple niggas in a place. Really just lapped every nigga in a race. I really might tap, realest nigga on my face.